Hey guys, welcome to our weekly news show here at Backstage with Millionaires. I'm Caleb, your host, and this week, electric scooters are catching fire across India. And it's not just one brand, it's three. Specifically, the companies involved here are Ola Electric, Pure EV, and Okinawa, although in the case of Okinawa, they're claiming that the incident happened because of negligence in charging the vehicle because the electric scooter was plugged into an old socket, which led to a short circuit. However, in the other three cases, it seems like this is being caused by something called thermal runaway, which happens when cells in a battery overheat, and this initiates a chain reaction among surrounding cells, due to which the temperature of the battery increases rapidly in a matter of milliseconds. This, of course, is not a good look for India's EV space, and it's probably going to result in some customers questioning whether or not to buy EVs in the future. They're going to be worried about their own personal safety and the safety of their family members. The government of India, of course, has launched an investigation. They've appointed the DRDO, that's the Department of Research and Organization, to look closely into this matter. Because while these four electric scooters did catch fire in a short span of time, in the last six months here in India, six separate electric scooters have caught fire. And I'm predicting as summer comes and as India heats up that there's going to be more electric scooter fires in the future. All right, next up in the news, more bad news, unfortunately. After Lido Learning and Trell, we have furniture rental startup Ferlenco now laying off employees as well, specifically between 180 and 200 employees in customer support roles. Now, these layoffs actually happened back in January and February of 2021, but it's just now that Ferlenco is actually confirming this news. According to the startup, with technology automating most of the customer-facing functions now, we've had to let go of these employees since their roles have become redundant. Now, I'm not not sure if this next piece of information has to do with technology automation or not, but Ferlenko has also had to temporarily shut down operations in Kolkata, Mysuru, Chandigarh, and Jaipur. And all of this news is coming to us less than a year after Ferlenko raised $140 million in a mix of equity and debt, and they were even planning an international expansion as well. All right, moving on to some acquisition news now. Ola is all set to acquire financial services company Avail Finance. But what's interesting here is that Avail Finance is actually owned and operated by Bhavish Agarwal's brother. So before founding Avail Finance, Ankush Agarwal had previously worked at Ola. And after this acquisition, he'll be returning to Ola and he's going to be heading Ola's lending business. So this is going to be a share swap deal worth $50 million, which is down from Avail Finance's previous valuation of $86 million. With this acquisition, Ola plans to strengthen their financial services arm, Ola Finance, to cater to the financing needs of their driver partners and to launch their own neo-banking products. All right, next up in the acquisition news, bus transport technology provider Cello has acquired scooter sharing startup Vogo. So this is Cello's second acquisition in six months. And if you follow the show closely, then you'll know that they had previously acquired office shuttle service provider Shuttle. So Cello already has more than 15,000 buses on their platform. And with this acquisition, they're trying to boost bus ridership by making the experience even more convenient for their customers by providing access to Vogo scooters at major bus stops. As for Vogo, they're going to be using this investment from Cello to make their entire fleet electric. All right, next up, this video is sponsored by SD Advisors, a quant-based investment management firm based in India. So SD has been in this business now for 12 years, and they manage close to 1,000 crore rupees in different funds. SD's plans are today one of the best performing portfolios on small case. For example, one of SD's portfolios, Gulak Gear 6, has given an over 74% annual return since its inception. 
If you had invested 1 lakh rupees into this plan back in 2017, then today your money would be worth 6.18 lakh rupees. So the way that SD's team picks up these stocks is they run proprietary rule-based algorithms once a month to pick or reject individual stocks. These algorithms rank stocks based on over 100 factors, including momentum, quality, value, and earnings reports, thereby ensuring sustainable returns in the long run. So if you're somebody who wants to get the benefits of the stock market, but you don't have the time or expertise to do the research yourself, then click on the link in the description and start your investing journey with Estes Qualified Stock Advisors. The minimum amount that you'll need to start investing is 24,000 rupees, and you can use the coupon code TRIGULAK while subscribing to get a flat 50% off all of your subscription plans. So again, use the link in the description down below to gain access to Estes portfolios for a subscription fee of just five rupees per day. All right, moving into some funding news now, Cricket NFT marketplace Fan Craze has raised $100 million in a funding round led by Insight Partners. So earlier this year in January, Fancraze had partnered with ICC, that's the International Cricket Council, to launch NFTs consisting of 75 memorable moments from ICC's Men's World Cup. Fancraze is going to be using these funds to build a cricket metaverse, where users will be able to collect cricket NFTs, engage in play-to-earn cricket games, and buy their own digital land. All right, next up in the funding news, social commerce startup City Mall has raised $75 million in a funding round led by Norwest Venture Partners at a $350 million valuation. So City Mall works on a group buying model, enabling their customers to buy in large groups to get better discounts. And City Mall has said that they're growing their gross merchandise value by 30% month on month to reach over a billion dollars. Currently, they're operating across eight tier two and tier three cities across India, and a majority, almost 80% of their customers have never transacted on e-commerce platforms before. They're gonna be using these funds to expand to 100 cities in the next 18 months and to add products in new categories like fashion and general merchandise. All right, next up in the funding news, EdTech startup Class Plus has raised $70 million in a funding round led by AlphaWave Global and Tiger Global Management at a $570 million valuation. Today, Class Plus is enabling more than 100,000 educators and content creators to create and launch their own online classes. Now, 75% of these users are coming from tier two and tier three cities here in India, but the startup recently announced that they're gonna be expanding into Southeast Asian markets like Singapore, Vietnam, and Malaysia. And that's what Class Plus is gonna be using these fresh funds for, to expand their global presence. All right, next up in the funding news, developer hiring platform HackerRank has raised $60 million in a funding round led by Susquehanna growth equity at a $500 million valuation. They're halfway to becoming a unicorn. So HackerRank helps developers to hone their coding skills and connects them with software development companies. Today, HackerRank has a pool of over 18 million developers and is helping more than 2,800 companies with their hiring and interview process for developers. They're gonna be using these funds to fuel their growth and to accelerate hiring for most in-demand skills and roles at companies around the world. All right, next up in the funding news, we're gonna move into our rapid funding news item segment now because I have 15 funding news items to share with you guys real quick. Firstly, we have financial services provider Finova Capital, and they've raised $65 million to grow their loan book and to expand their geographical reach in order to enable financial inclusion at scale. Up next, we have cloud-based browser testing platform LambaTest, and they've raised $45 million to boost the capabilities of their existing product portfolio. Following this, we have health tech startup Cure.ai, and they've raised $40 million to strengthen their global presence across the United States and Europe, and to boost product development for critical care and diagnostic care. 
After that, we have B2B food supply platform Farmart, and they've raised $32 million to strengthen their digital distribution network across India. Up next, we have D2C personal care brand M Caffeine, and they've raised $31.7 million at a $132 million valuation to scale their R&D capabilities and to strengthen their brand and distribution. Following this, we have space tech startup Pixel, and they've raised $25 million to speed up the production of their hyperspectral satellite constellation and to provide AI-powered insights. After that, we have digital payment infrastructure provider Card91, and they've raised $13 million to strengthen their plug-and-play payment issuance infrastructure and to acquire new talent. Up next, we have wealth management platform IndMoney, and they've raised an additional $11 million in an ongoing funding round to launch credit card-based products to their customers. Following this, we have health and fitness startup Goki, and they've raised $10 million to launch a health metaverse where users will get tokens for healthy behavior, which they can use to buy NFTs, unlock different products and services, and to participate in special events. After that, we have B2B cleantech startup EdgeGrid, and they've raised $6 million to strengthen their technology and focus on expansion. Up next, we have retail tech startup SuperK, and they've raised $5.5 million to invest in expansion, building a strong team and brand, and enhancing their supply supply chain infrastructure. Following this, we have SaaS-based link-sharing platform for workplaces Oslash, and they've raised $5 million to set up teams in the United States and Europe and to grow their universal search tool. Up next, we have upskilling platform Seco, and they've raised $3 million to build their brand and to invest in customer acquisition and development of their technology platform. After that, we have EdTech startup Sarthi Pedagogy, and they've raised $21 million to boost product development, content creation, and sales coverage. And then finally, we have food tech startup Fairplum, and they've raised $2 million to fund brand awareness and product development. All right, that is all the startup news that I have for you guys this week. I really hope that you enjoyed the video and that you learned something from it. Big thanks now to all of our Backstage with Millionaires members, our unicorns, our decacorns, and our hectacorns. We have our upcoming hectacorn conference very soon, possibly this weekend. I'll check in with each of you guys to make sure that it works for everybody. Otherwise, we might postpone it to next weekend. But also, big thanks to this week's sponsor, SD Advisors. And remember, guys, you can find the link in the description down below to gain access to SD's portfolios today. All right, thank you so much for watching this episode of Backstage with Millionaires, and I will see you in the next one.